Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. Now, with many sectors reporting job vacancies, particularly in areas such as hospitality and retail, one in five Ukrainians who have come here under temporary protection have been able to secure full or part-time employment. But one of the main barriers to work has been childcare issues, as our reporter Brian O'Connell has been finding out. Brian, this isn't surprising given that most of those who arrived here are now parenting on their own in Ireland. Yes, exactly, Darvel, and good morning. I mean, it is something that's been reported throughout Europe where refugees from Ukraine have been given refuge and that is the take of employment has been lower than people had anticipated but as you said this is obviously entirely understandable because of the fact that effectively families became single parent families abroad almost overnight so childcare supports became an acute issue and a huge barrier really to availing of work opportunities and even education and now that the war shows no sign of, of ending uh, across Europe governments are trying to find ways to support Ukrainian parents who may wish to work. And indeed I think um, those uh, concerns will be shared by many parents across um, Ireland um, but particularly with the Ukrainians I mean because as you say many of them are now single parents. Do we know how many have actually uh, taken up work under the temporary protection scheme? Um, I got some data from the CSO um, and they showed there were, say, a total number of 75,000 PPSN numbers were given to arrivals from Ukraine under the Temporary Protection Directive. Of that number, just under 10,500 were earning from employment as of last month. So that would suggest about one in seven had secured some form of employment. But then you have to take out under 18s and you have to take out over 64s from that overall figure. So you're probably looking at about one in five working in January. Uh, depending on how many who were issued PPSNs ha- have remained in, in Ireland. There are barriers to work, including the language barrier, uh, experience and hospitality, perhaps not as prevalent uh, as it would be here in Ireland. But one of the main issues, as you said, is childcare. Now, I'll bring you two direct experiences. First up is Marina. She's worked since she arrived here, but is limited in how much work she can do because of those childcare concerns. Now, she told me about her experiences. I'm here since March. Started working uh, in April, I think. First, my job was uh, translating. I was doing translation when I moved to Tipperary, so I'm not able to do translations anymore. Here I am with my son, who is 12, with my sister and with my nephew. So we are here like small family. And tell me then about childcare. It's, it's a problem for many parents. For yourselves, your single parent families because yeah. of the war. Yeah, mainly here in Ireland, mainly women with kids came. So my son is 12 years old. My nephew is three and a half. My sister and myself, we both working. But it's very difficult because mostly jobs offer a full-time job. We are unable to do full-time. We can do only part-time. Not all Ukrainians have good English. Not all Ukrainians have cars or other transportations. Were you offered childcare options by anyone? Childcare options? No, no. But as we we are staying with uh, my sister, so we mind each other kids. And because you have your sister here, that allows both of you to work. If you didn't have yeah. that, you think it would be very difficult. Yeah, it won't be possible. That is all because uh, if you do not have English, uh, quite often employee offers only cleaning or like kitchen stuff, hard job. What are you going to do for the summer months when children are not in school? I will continue working, of course. I, I mean, my son, he will co- continue soccer. He Maybe he will go to some camp or 
uh, or other some entertainment I, I'm thinking I will continue my, my job of course and Brian, just listening uh, to Marina there, so, so ma- include many of the Ukrainians I've met, they're so eager um, to work. For Marina, she was, because she had some family here, mm-hmm. it had enabled her to work. They're working together. Others uh, you've met, though, aren't quite as, as fortunate. Yes, I met a Ukrainian uh, woman, Yana, yesterday in Cork City Centre. She had her CVs actually in her hand. She's been trying to secure work for the last few months. Now, in a previous life, when she was living in uh, Kiev, she owned an internet cafe. Uh, she's here with her children. She's living in a hostel for now. So a real struggle to try and find any kind of work that she could take up, given the lack of childcare supports available to her. This is some of what she told me yesterday. I have been in Ireland for 10 months, more than 10 months. How many children have you? Three children, six, nine and uh, 12. Is the problem if you work every day, who will mind your children? Yeah, it's a very big problem because I can leave my children alone at home. And has anybody offered you childcare? No. You're living in a hostel at the yeah. moment, so what's the accommodation like? For me, it's, it's good. You have your own room? Yeah. And you would like to work at the moment? Yes. You, you have your CVs in yes, your hands? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then after this conversation, I'm going to uh, send my uh, CV. To cafes, you were telling me? Mm, cafe, cafe uh, shop. So if you get work, it has to be the morning time. Yeah, morning time, yeah. but uh, I think I can uh, ask, uh, ask some people from our hostel to help me. In the summertime, there's no school. That's a problem if you get a job. Mm, yes, it was a very big problem for summer. I found uh, some camps for my children. Uh, some employers uh, said to me that if I have three children, I can stay with my children and don't work. Gosh, Brian, that's uh, worrying at the end there that some employers are telling Yana that uh, they are aware she may not have childcare. Yes, and many women I, I met say they're finding it hard to actually even get interviews because of this, even in hotels or bars where they would be actively looking for staff. Uh, I also met with Kate Duran. She's someone we've had on the show previously. Dervis. She's been helping to lead a community response, uh, assisting people find work, full and part-time work, and she's been liaising with accommodation providers. So she has become acutely aware over the past year what the barriers to employment have been. When we first met them, it was a temporary thing, you know, we thought we'd, they'd be here for a few weeks and they'd be going home. And of course, it's such a different situation now, you're looking at long term. And tell me then about the barriers to accessing work, Kate, because I know a lot of people had approached you about looking for employment. There's huge difficulties. I mean, I suppose you start with the language barrier. Then you've got security of tenure. The, the fact that qualifications don't translate so there's a lady we know a lovely lady and she's a microbiologist just skilled that I'm sure we could use in our hospitals here and she's now working in a restaurant she was working as a cleaner and they're great jobs but she's got a skill that we need Childcare is a nightmare. One, we don't have enough childcare, though that's certainly not improved. Every Ukrainian woman I have met, and I have met thousands in the last year, is a single mother. They're not only single mothers, but they're single mothers without probably sisters or neighbours or mothers or grandmothers or a community around them. And you also don't have a car. So you're trying to get a job. So you've got to be at your job for nine o'clock in the morning. So you've got to get your little one to the creche or to the school. So how do you do that if you're in a remote setting? So it, it, even if there was childcare provided, it needs to be very close. It needs to be close. It needs to be tailored. You need to get over the language barrier, even though people are so adaptable, children far more so than adults. So if the schools are shut and we have no summer programme, then that's it. 
That's it, you know, those jobs are gone. And by the time they want to pick them up again in September, they'll have been replaced by somebody else. There's no silver bullet, I'd imagine. I don't know how you solve this. And it's not even throwing money at it. You need trained professionals, you need premises, you need a whole raft of supports. We never thought we'd be having this conversation a year later. Like, there's no sign of the situation, this invasion, ending anytime soon. Brian, Kate uh, speaking there about the the sheer raft of supports that are required. And when you think of, you know, the original and the ongoing demands of housing, health, education, language. But now, I suppose, as, as the as the crisis prolongs, uh, childcare and other issues, you've been in touch with uh, the Department of Children, Equality, Disability, Integration and Youth. Can they offer any additional supports um, for these mostly women trying to access childcare in order to support themselves and their families? Yes, uh, as you said there, we're probably looking at a more longer term type of support now, aren't we? where people are establishing their lives here. So um, the department had told me there were significant efforts into securing places and matching children to ECCE places across the country. So early learning and care sector had risen to the challenge, they said, and to try and make places available wherever possible. Uh, Also, the department made changes to uh, key legislation supporting the National Child Care Scheme that was back in July last year. So that would ensure Ukrainian children could access potentially the very substantial subsidies under that scheme up to about 230 euro per week depending on the age Um, so that's available in the summer as well as uh, during uh, term time then there are uh, stay and play sessions for parents and toddlers they're offered in accommodation centres as well and then they tell me just picking up on on the point that Kate Durant was was making there around training people uh, the department tells me actually advice um, has been given on childminding and a number of Ukrainian women are in the process now of becoming childminders so as you can see they're obviously looking at longer term supports now to be put in place. As we welcome all of those new members of our community. Brian O'Connell, thanks for that. Uh, we'll just go to a break. Email today CB at rte.ie.